this week's Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the best events happening in and around Oxford. Today's date is Wednesday the 4th of January 2017. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and this week, Jen's got a nice theatre roundup. Michael has a Liam Nielsen fest. But first, we're hoping to inspire you to actually keep your New Year's resolutions. So I'm kicking off with the most common resolution to exercise (laughs) or exercise more. Now I'm not gonna go on about getting beach body ready or blasting the fat. I'm instead offering you uh, an ABC guide to getting fit while having fun. The first (laughs) class I've got for you is the aerial silks class, circus and fitness. It pretty much does what it says on the tin. So it's circus inspired aerial fitness. Um, so if you're not sure what I mean, think of the BBC One ident of the woman sort of cascading down from the ceiling, oh, spinning yeah. in circles with a ribbon. Looks terrifying. I don't think it's as terrifying in reality. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of safety protocols in place to make sure that you're safe and you're having a lot of fun. This is held at the Oxrad in Court Place Farm at Marshlick. Um, and it's held every Tuesday, Wednesday and Sunday at There are sessions in the evening and the afternoon. To make sure you get a place, uh, book online. Uh, Classes are a little bit pricey, but I think it's worth it. So yeah, book up quickly. Next up, I've chosen uh, Learn to Ring Church Bells at St Nicholas Church in Old Marston. It's every Friday at 7.30 and it's free. Uh, Bell ringing is supposed to improve coordination, tone your core muscles and develop muscle endurance. Oh. If you think about it. <laughs> you could be bell... you swing on the end of the bell rope. <laughs> Just don't get your aerial silks muddled up with your bell ring class. <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> Do, like, have you either of you ever experienced bell ringing? I'm curious. I have not rung. I think I've rung one thing once, and you have to because it goes up and it goes and the bell goes round again. So you have to know when to let go and when to. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> went to haul on it. So you do end up in a belfry somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I I knew I could rely on someone at Daily Info to have experienced this. <laughs> I just I just had a feeling. <laughs> you can tell sometimes. <laughs> I always think a bell ringing is rather spooky because there's a there's a Dorothy Sayers with a, a lot of bell ringing and um, oh. uh, yeah and 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 various horror stories and things and they're mm. quite sort of sinister places. Bell towers, I think. Yeah. yeah. In the draftier bits. I think. <laughs> That was a good uh, Midsummer Murders episode where they killed off most of the bell ringers, I think. So oh, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Mm. And finally... <laughs> Something in which you're less likely to be murderers. <laughs> no, this one's great. It has cheese. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. Yes. <laughs> and finally, um, there is a Twelfth Night Cayley at St. Matthew's Church on Saturday the 7th at 7pm. Now, this is a traditional Cayley with the Mouse and Trousers Band. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> if you head along, you will be offered a ploughman's supper and there are plenty of drinks for sale. And uh, Kaylee dancing is supposed to, well, dancing in general is supposed to improve your flexibility, strength, endurance, and it's very sociable. <laughs> <laughs> it properly is, but you know, you, you want to watch out. You want to be careful and make sure people are swinging you, you around at the intensity you expect. <laughs> That's a lovely way of putting it. <laughs> uh, it's £10 to uh, party on down and £5 for concessions. And it's very family friendly, so head along. 
there are plenty more um, sports you can try out in Oxford and Oxfordshire, including yoga, uh, Pilates, martial arts, and plenty of dance classes, all on our website. If you go to uh, dailyinfo.co.uk slash what's on, and then click on sport or classes. If sport is not in your resolutions, how about learning new skills or picking up some more knowledge? Uh, here are some courses that you might like to partake of this year. Um, language courses, very popular. Learning a new language is a, is a good resolution and also broadens your options for travel and all sorts of things. Um, Alliance Francaise are offering lots of different French classes um, and they like to enliven things with uh, some different s- events, uh, including theatre and book clubs and so on, and also a French pub quiz. Uh, this one is about wine. It's happening on Thursday the 12th, um, and it's at the Anchor on Hayfield Road. It's £5 per person, so improve your knowledge, culture, uh, and possibly drink some of the wine <laughs> you're being asked about. Um, other language courses are run by um, the City of Oxford College. There's a great many on there. And also the university, um, of course, you can take advantage of their expertise. Um, uh, and the, co- the Department of Continuing Education offers a lot of different language classes. Um, all their details are online. If languages are not your top thing, how about some gardening? Um, you can learn more about horticulture with workshops from either Incredible Edible Oxford... Um, who are offering workshops in the near future on permaculture and grafting fruit trees. And the first one of their series is on building a cold frame. Um, It costs £30 and uh, it's on the 29th of January. Their classes are every two weeks or so. Um, And the Earth Trust at Little Whitnam also offer lots of different things about nature. Um, Fruit tree pruning is the first one. That's this weekend, uh, 7th of January. And then there's hedge laying on the 14th and 15th. Uh, there's a workshop on spinning and weaving. Their prices range between 30 and £75, depending on the length of the course and who's teaching it. Um, but yeah, they've got things most weekends and, of course, lots of stuff at half term for children. Photography. How many people have been given a new camera for Christmas and have no idea how it works? <laughs> we went for a walk, actually, on, uh, on Boxing Day on... Um, uh, in little Whitnam, in Whitnam clumps, and there were a lot of people who were stopping to take beautiful photographs of the sunset and sort of peering at the controls of the camera. <laughs> like, hmm, you're another person with a beautiful new DSLR. Um, so, the Oxford School of Photography offer courses on understanding your DSLR. Uh, take it off the automatic setting and try some of the manual ones. Um, and the next one starts on Monday, the 23rd of January. That's every Monday night, 6.30 to 8.30 uh, for four sessions, and it costs £85. And if you already know how to use your DSLR, but you want to learn something more specialised, they also do courses on travel photography, portraits, um, and also on Photoshop as well. So if, you want, if you've got lots of photos and you'd like to change them a bit, then uh, they can help you. Wine tasting. Okay, then. <laughs> Excellent, yes. <laughs> the Oxford Cheltenham Wine School, which very, very well thought of, run classes in Cheltenham and also in Oxford. Um, and their next long course is the world of wine. So that's wines from all over the place, taste more than 50 wines, um, an in-depth tour of five continents and a lot of glasses. Um, <laughs> and that one starts on the 21st of February. That's a Tuesday. Uh, classes happen at St Peter's College. Um, it's £175 for the whole eight weeks, or you can go to the, um, the to the evenings individually if you want to, although it costs slightly more if you do it that way. Um, and they also do shorter courses, so it's on European wines, which is just a four-week course, which starts after that. 
everyone has a novel in them. Will this be the year that your novel appears out of you fully formed? Uh, the writer's <laughs> greenhouse. <laughs> it does feel rather like that for some people. Um, the writer's greenhouse will help the uh, birthing of your novel. <laughs> as little mess as possible. Um, the next course uh, run by Megan is Imaginary Worlds. Um, so this is kind of focusing on the sort of world view that you have to create if you're writing something like fantasy or dystopia or steampunk so you're not just observing the world around you but you're describing something extra in it um and that's an eight-week course that's starting the 9th of february and that's 240 pounds and that is one of those courses that you do need to go to the whole of um if you don't fancy imaginary worlds there's a more sort of general story writing elements course that's also eight weeks and that's starting in april so courses throughout the year from if over the holidays you've been struck by a sudden altruistic urge then there's a whole host of volunteering opportunities um this year for people with various skills and various amounts of time you're able to contribute as Jen mentioned earlier on, there's a group called Incredible Edible Oxford who are excited by growing edible plants for various functions and collaborate with uh, local charities and uh, Good Food Oxford. Um, and they have, uh, aside from the courses we were talking about, they have volunteering opportunities in Florence Park every month. It's on the second Sunday um, of each month. You can find out a lot more on their Facebook page or email them at credibleedibleoxford at gmail.com to tell them you want to get involved. Amongst the things you can find if you peruse our volunteers page at dailyinfo.co.uk slash volunteers. Or how about an opportunity to make some new friends? Uh, Brookfield Care Home in uh, Greater Lees uh, would love some volunteers to befriend their residents and uh, to support activities in Care Home. They have a wonderful ethos, they kind of take care of the whole person rather than just yeah. seeing the needs are met, um, kind of yeah. engage someone's personality and mind and everything. Um, so yeah, contact details are on our volunteers page. Why not make some other friends at the other range, uh, range of the age spectrum uh, volunteer with ARCH, ARCH, uh, which is Assisted Reading for Children. They're Bister based but they cover the whole of Oxfordshire and you can help primary school children to enjoy reading. There's training involved, um, I think there are one-to-one sessions that happen twice a week and the, the feedback's very good, kids have a happy half hour uh, each and there's measurable progress that they make in their interest in reading so that's really valuable. Um, as I said earlier on, all kinds of skills could be put to wonderful use. Uh, so Emmaus Oxford are in search of some part-time volunteer van drivers. Um, Emmaus are also a slightly more holistic uh, charity than many and and work with those who are transitioning out of homelessness, providing a home for as long as it's needed and also meaningful work um, to like build up self-esteem and regain confidence. Um, and they're based in Kylie by near Templar Square Shopping Centre. Finally, uh, if you want to, how about this, if you want to help other people keep their New Year's resolutions, <laughs> um, there's an opportunity. Um, the New Year's Resolution Club is looking for a social media and marketing intern. Um, what is this New Year's Resolution Club dot com? <laughs> you say? Well, you can find out at New Year's Resolution Club dot com. Um, but they are a um, 
goal setting and networking club um, for women in, based in Oxford. One of the great advantages of which is that you have accountability uh, with other people who are trying to, trying to stick to their goals and uh, keep track of each other's progress. Has anyone made any resolutions they're willing to share on air? <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you all my resolutions are shareable on air. <laughs> the only resolution we've decided on this year is that we should have more picnics. That's a great That's resolution. such a nice resolution. <laughs> yeah. Well, it should be easy to keep, but perhaps not yet. <laughs> Looking out of the window. A bit chilly. Maybe you can start off with indoor ones and then yeah, graduate yeah, to the more traditional <laughs> outside of your house picnics. <laughs> but yeah, I suspect I also ought to get some more exercise. <laughs> All the traditional things. Yeah, I'm the same. I should probably do some exercise. <laughs> Well, if you want to support each other in a less formal environment than the New Resolution Club and include men as well, you can uh, have, a, have a sort of workplace agreement. And, and uh, one of the ways we've done that before is to have a tontine. So you pay in your stake, uh, it might be £10 or something, and you set a time limit, maybe six or eight weeks, and then you, de- you each determine what you're going to do and make your own pledge, and then you have to keep up and, and stick to these things, and you are obviously honour bound to... <laughs> To um, mark yourself accordingly, and everyone who's left in at the end and has made it through the eight weeks gets their stake back, or gets to share out the money if anyone has <laughs> failed along the way and, and dropped out, which can be just the extra incentive you need on that yeah, yeah. cold morning when you <laughs> don't want to get your exercise, or, or <laughs> when that chocolate is just winking at you. <laughs> <laughs> winking chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ought to make those. <laughs> Yeah, money is a good motivation. Mm. Even if it's your own money you're getting back at the end of it, at least you put it there up. Absolutely. Is there an oath? I feel like there should be a really solemn oath. Oh, I'm sure we (laughs) (laughs) We can. Over the Christmas one yet. We can solemnly swear anytime we like. (laughs) Time for your culture fix now. I've chosen a couple of exhibitions that caught my eye um, that I think are definitely worth a visit. So first up is the Oxford Photographic Society's annual exhibition, which is being held at the Oxford University Museum of Natural History until the 22nd of January. This year's theme is on the beauty of the natural world and includes an awesome photo of a majestic bald eagle captured on a trip in Alaska by a few of the members of the society. Jen, have you? I understand that you might have seen this. I might indeed. Um, it's <laughs> handily arrayed along the wall, or most of it, along the wall of the cafe in the Oxford University Museum Hooray. of Natural History, uh, making it impossible to miss when you've uh, decided you've had enough of, uh, of dinosaur skeletons and head upstairs for a cup of tea. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's a really nice exhibition. It's quite small, um, but it's really well chosen, nicely displayed and and well framed and everything is yeah each photo is sort of very self-contained and and worth looking at and I think what struck me the most was that it's a very nice mixture of domestic and exotic wildlife so there are some things um, bald eagles from Alaska and and so on and and sort of big game animal type photos where you think oh gosh yes this person's been on a lovely holiday somewhere Um, (laughs) and then there are the very um, mundane but um, celebrated kind of local wildlife and, oh. and birds and things you might see in your garden but just really nicely captured oh lovely 
definitely worth a visit. While you're there, uh, why not check out the Art Week Arctic exhibition that's happening at the moment. So that's Arctic inspired glasswork, paintings, photography, textiles and ceramics from a range of Oxfordshire Art Week artists. Um, And there's also a very interesting exhibition about the pioneers of photography, including photos from Charles Dodgson, a.k.a. Lewis Carroll. They must be quite ancient. Yes. um, He was one of the um, first to, well, one of the pioneers, to um, have a play with photography in an amateur context. So he used to take pictures of the girl who played inspired uh, the creation of Alice, Ooh. and it's a bit controversial, but I won't go into that now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Next up, I've chosen King Alfred's Coins, um, Viking Treasure at the Ashmolean. Uh, again, this is free, and it's on until the 31st of January. So this is a collection of over 200 an- Anglo-Saxon coins dating from around 870, including coins um, which were made during the reign of Alfred the Great, the one who let the cakes burn. Ah. Yeah. And were found near Watlington by a metal detectorist, James Mather, in 2015. Now, they are in desperate need of funds to avoid the hoard being broken up and sold on. So far, they've raised 80% of the funds they need to preserve the hoard, but they only have until the 31st of January to save the coins! Otherwise, they'll be divided up forever. So, make sure to head down and see the coins and help keep the collection together before it's too late. Um, Just a little fact that I found amusing while researching this. Alfred the Great means wise elf in old English. (laughs) (laughs) Wise old elf the Great. That's even probably even more notable than being a... Terrible chef. Yeah. Or a terrible beggar. Is that he was actually. I thought he was just really absent minded. Not even I think human. He was just. I think he was just like, oh, the kingdom's in disarray. What am I going to do? And then the. Well, and then the cottage went on fire. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to think of an equivalent to a fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> then he was told off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope by a Mary Berry sort of figure. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so. <laughs> Mary Berry in 870 AD. <laughs> <laughs> told I mean, off a wise old elf. <laughs> she looks she looks alright for being twelve hundred years old. <laughs> She's pretty well preserved. She isn't she? <laughs> um so yeah. Go to that. <laughs> <laughs> the first go to that in twenty seventeen. <laughs> this week in the theatre section we talk about questions of sexual and gender identity. Um, which is much more amusing than it sounds. It sounds very, very serious, <laughs> uh, serious topic, but it isn't. Um, so the first thing, to she or not to she, <laughs> at the Burton Taylor, um, obviously, this starts uh, with uh, frailty, thy name is woman, and we explode that myth. Um, why can't a woman play Hamlet? That's Emma Bentley's starting point. She asks why she's barred, not just from the bard, but from a lot of life. Um, so this is a show about feminism and cod pieces, mainly. Um, this is on Monday the 9th at 7.30, and the tickets are £10 at the Burton Taylor. We also have a big show at the new theatre, La Cage au Folle, a show with fantastic costumery. Um, this is on Thursday to Saturday. That's the 5th to the 7th of January, 7.30, and there's also a 2.30 matinee on Saturday, and tickets are £17.90. You may know this as the film The Birdcage, which starred Robin Williams, um, but this is uh, the 
original stage show um, and it's set in uh, Saint-Tropez where a drag artist Alvin lives with his partner who runs the Cajot Fall nightclub um, and the, uh, the the person who runs the nightclub, his son, wants to marry the daughter of a very upright politician who wishes to shut down all the local nightlife. <laughs> so what will happen when the families meet? It all gets a bit um, farcical. And will the drag artiste Elbin pull off a convincing enough act as a, as a blousy wife <laughs> to um, convince the upright politician parents that... Uh, this is a normal relationship. Um, this includes lots of hit songs, including I Am What I Am, uh, an anthem about embracing your identity and uh, much beloved of, of many people, particularly people and minorities who are being squashed in one way or another. OK, finally, a roundup of cinema and what's available in our wonderful local cinemas this week. Now, it's not just because I'm a fellow Ballymena man, but Liam Neeson, yes... <laughs> he's from Balamina. did you know did you notice he got a bit more Irish as he got a bit more angry and taken um, he's in two huge films at the moment um, which just came out on New Year's Day so you can see Silence um, it's the story of 17th century Portuguese missionaries in Japan so our young idealists Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver Wonderful cast, really, really wonderful what cast. A team. With some good facial hair, yeah. um, are heading to Japan for their mentor, played by the aforementioned Liam, uh, as apparently recanted the faith, or uh, and and they're going to see if this can be true and to rescue him and etc. etc. And so everyone's faith gets called into question at a point, uh, especially when when faith meets with persecution and it becomes a matter of saving your own life or the lives of the Japanese people who have adopted Christianity then uh, suddenly you've got a bit of a bit of a quandary so this is a Scorsese film it's been a bit of a labour of love for him because it, he's, it's been 30 years in the making um, of him trying to wow. get it's n- of the people you think of struggling to get funding and backing for something he's not really one of the people on the mm-hmm. list but uh some of the controversy his religious pictures have uh, created in the past, uh-huh. including The Last Temptation of Christ. Um, yeah, it, it uh, took him three decades to get it right, so uh, now you can go and see if he's got it right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll warn you that if you're slightly faint of heart, it might, might get a little bit brutal at some stages. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, as I say, amazing cast should at least be epic. Um, Neeson's also in A Monster Calls in all uh, three of the aforementioned cinemas which I managed to see on New Year's Day and is rather wonderful. Um, It's the story of a boy and his mother, the mother played by Felicity Jones um, who has been suffering from cancer for some time and suddenly the boy who's been finding life a bit hard on all fronts uh, is visited at 12.07 at night by a humongous tree monster um, who <laughs> lives just beyond his garden. Um, humongous tree monster, played by Liam Neeson, of yeah. course. <laughs> the role he was born to, uh, to voice. Um, it doesn't look much like him, I'll be honest. It's, it's barky, <laughs> a bit too barky. So it gets to that nice place where you wonder what's happening in someone's imagination and what's happening in real life that mm. uh, might be familiar from 
from Inception to when Marnie was there to La La Land, actually, which I might mention in a sec. So the monster tells in stories which are um, animated in the most wonderful kind of uh, watercolour and charcoal sort of CG kind of way. Um, it sounds like an odd mixture of the natural and computer generated, but it looks really beautiful. Um, and is quite moving, I was going to say. Uh, most most people were crying. <laughs> I mentioned La La Land, um, which opens generally uh, on Friday the 13th, but this Sunday, the 8th, uh, there's a members priority screening at the Phoenix, um, which you can check out if you have membership there. Um, and it's a good old-fashioned-ish meta-musical with Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, and epic pastel-hued LA backdrops uh, in front of which they dance, dream and flute into midair, and combines reality and dreams in a beautiful way. Um, so check that out. Also this weekend at the UPP, um, Chirac is coming to Oxford. Um, it's Spike Lee's resituated and reimagined version of Lysistrata uh, in the midst of Chicago's gang warfare. You know, Ar- <laughs> Aristophanes' comedy about uh, a woman's attempt to stop the Peloponnesian War. So similarly, uh, here, uh, Tiona Paris organises a widespread sex strike to bring the gang leaders to a standstill. Um, and this one's received wildly differing reviews, uh, hailing <laughs> it a, an amazing classic, you know, they speak in verse and are halfway between rap and rhyming couplets. Is it uh, amazingly daring or is it just inappropriate to um, dramatise gang warfare in such a stylized way as this anyway go find out it's on saturday sunday and wednesday at the ultimate picture palace and then back to the phoenix next tuesday uh david bowie sound and vision uh which is a collection of short docs um from the london short film festival uh this year maybe a warning it's not quite bbc4 documentary material um notice the 18 rating um, so as well as like extended conceptual music videos and behind the scenes stuff, there's more edgy things which he did in the 60s and were, you know, entirely unrated and only shown in ultra, ultra dodgy places. Um, and some of the more experimental film work Bowie was involved in throughout his career. Um, so that's next Tuesday, the 10th, marking almost the day a year since his passing. So whatever you want to do more of this year you'll find ways on Daily Info. Ways and means and places and times and other people who want to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> but not that kind of thing. Do no, that no, anymore. not that kind of thing. Except in Bowie's documentaries, possibly. And you can follow us on social media. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We're Daily Info Oxford. And if you want us to appear like magic on your listening device every Wednesday, make sure to subscribe. Not available for grammar phones. <laughs> 